Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly, I'm fucking Livy. This week's episode, I want to focus on breakups. I want to be 100% transparent with you guys. I want to kind of talk to you a little bit more like, you know what? Hey, it's your best friend. Think of me as that best friend that you don't really want to hear what they have to say, but you know what they have to say is really going to help you get through the hard times. I think that's how we should look at this episode is I'm coming from a place of love when I help you guys with this. I've been through two pretty severe breakups where I totally felt like, oh my God, how am I going to get through this? I have no idea how I'm going to get through this. This is the most painful thing I've ever dealt with. I'm here to help you guys get through that, okay? So this is why this is called your breakup survival guide. I'm going to give you all the tips and tricks that you need to help you get through that breakup. I love breakups. I know that sounds so weird for me to be like, you know what? I actually love breakups. I do. Because of the simple fact, even though it's so difficult and so hard, there is so much beauty on the other side of pain. It's not even funny. And it's hard for us to see that right now because you might be really hurting and you're like, when things are not going to get better, things get so much better. Better people come and it's just opening the door for change for yourself. So you're going to have really big changes and stuff. And I know that's so fucking terrifying, but... Make these changes for the better. And I'm going to help you guys make these changes for the better with things that have helped me, things I've done to get through these breakups. Breakups are very hard. You're losing a part of you. Of course that's hard. Someone you spend so much time with, made so many amazing memories with, maybe some bad memories too. Of course it's going to hurt. You need to look at the bigger picture, okay? That person came into your life to teach you a lesson. I think that's how we should really view people who come into our lives. I might not see what that lesson is right now, but not everybody is meant to stay in your life. And as hard as that is to hear, they're really not supposed to be in your life forever. People come and go to teach you different things. So I really recommend sitting down, thinking about that relationship and going, what did I learn from this person? Breakups doesn't just have to be someone you're in a relationship with. It also can apply to when you're talking to somebody and you guys... Stop talking. That's painful as well. But what I do with every single person I've talked to, dated, anything like that, any man that was ever in my life, I look at all the things that they did for me and what I loved about them and what I didn't like about them. So I can take from each guy that I've dated something about them that I really enjoyed and say, you know what? This is the one thing I really liked about them. This is what I want in my future relationship. I want him to show me this because I know what it feels like to have been treated like this. I'm talking any guy that's ever been in your life, take these little things from them and see what you would want in your future relationship. So my rebound, I thought he had an amazing work ethic. He did a lot of things for himself at a young age that I kind of admired. I was like, okay, I'm at a young age as well, working hard, I loved his passion. I loved that you could see his passion when he would talk about it. I liked that about him. The 40-year-old, I know you guys remember me talking about the 40-year-old. I really loved 
how nice he was to me. And he took me on all these amazing dates to really nice places, opened all the doors for me, took me to really nice dates. That was great. I really loved to be treated well by a man. My cheating ex, I have two cheating exes, but one's my stalker ex, one's my cheating ex. My cheating ex, something I really liked about him was the fact we could be ourselves around each other. I really loved that aspect of the relationship. We could be goofy, we could be silly, we could have fun together. From the guy that hurt my feelings in December, I'm going to call him Snowflake. I really liked... Our connection. I just thought we had a really good connection. And I really valued that connection. So do you see all those little things that I gathered along the way of every single person I've talked to or I've dated or something like that? I take that and I say, I want that in my future partner of who I'm going to be in a relationship with. So, like, if a guy isn't treating me the way the 40-year-old treated me, I'm probably not going to go on another date with them because I already know how it feels to be treated so nicely. I'm not going to downgrade from that. But I think it's important to take a lesson from every single person you've dated or something about them and say, you know what? This is a positive thing I liked about them. We don't always have to focus on the negatives, And this is what I would want in my future relationship. It doesn't have to be exactly the same, but I'm just saying something you really valued about them and really liked about them. Let's focus on you're just breaking up. So you guys just broke up. I'm going to give you some tough love. You need to focus on yourself. I know it's so easy to want to go and be in a different relationship or be a whore and sleep with a bunch of people, which might I add, there's nothing wrong with either of those. I support you no matter what your decision is, but I really think you need to take a step back and just focus on yourself. What were the things that I was not putting my energy into and I wanted to do it, but I just was focusing on my relationship so much I didn't have time to really put my full energy into those things. Write it down. Put that on a piece of paper. For me, that was like fitness, my comedy, stuff like that. I wanted to be doing more of that, but I was spending so much time focused on this other person, which is okay. It's natural. We're young. We're in relationships. It happens. But now that you're out of it, let's start putting that focus back on you. What truly makes you happy? That's a loaded one, okay? I'm not asking for your life goals or whatever. Besides that happiness you got from that person, what are little things that make you happy? What are big things that make you happy? And genuinely fill your life with those things. Is this person really what you wanted for the rest of your life? Like actually sit down and think about that because I've asked myself that after breakups and I'm like, oh my God, yes. And then I look back, I wanted to date a Jewel employee for the rest of my life. I wanted to marry a Jewel employee who did nothing with his life for the rest of my life. I 16 year old Libby really wanted that. And then after a couple months after the breakup, I was like, thank God we broke up. But sit there and say, every single thing this person did, do I really want that for the rest of my life? Because I know it feels like you wanted to marry that person. You want to do all these things with that person. Did you truly want that? This is such a weird little story, but I remember when my ex, he told me, he was like, yeah, I would just truly never want to live in the city. I want to raise my kids in the suburbs. And I am not a suburbs kind of girl. I'm just not. I love the city. I'm a city bitch. I thrive here. Other things were happening in the relationship too. It wasn't just the fact that he wanted to raise his kids in the suburbs, but I was like, oh, that's actually a huge deal breaker for me. I love the city. I'm not going to sacrifice my wants and my needs 
for this person and you cheated on me. But I just think like little things like that made me realize, no, I didn't want to really be with this person for the rest of my life because I would have to compromise on where we were living and things like that. You never want to have to really compromise on big things that mean so much to you. The city means so much to me. I wasn't going to let that go just for this relationship. And in the relationship, I was probably like, oh my God, I could, I could live in the suburbs. But after the breakup, I was like, no, I couldn't. I could not be a suburbs bitch. I just couldn't. It's not my thing. No, I didn't want to be with that person for the rest of my life. I've dissected every single little thing because after a breakup, it is so easy to focus on the good memories. And I highly recommend to just, when those good memories come in, just say, you know what? That was a great memory, but I need to let it go. Say it out loud to yourself. Oh, that was a great memory, but I need to let it go. If anything, focus on the bad memories. Focus on why you guys broke up. Don't just sit and think about, oh my God, he would like buy me flowers and we would have like the day at the beach or things like that. No, because it's going to make you want that person still. And you're broken up. There is no going back. This person is not supposed to be in your life anymore. You need to move forward. So let's start thinking about the bad things he did. I mean, did you hate the way he chewed, the way he slept? Any little thing, fucking focus on it. Fixate on it. Really dive into yourself. Really get to know yourself a lot better and focus on your independence and yourself hands down will always be my biggest advice also you need to remember there is such a bad bitch on the other side of that breakup there's already a bad bitch a change needed to happen for you to grow it is not going to be comfortable but you never grow inside of your comfort zone so there's a reason this breakup is taking place and it's for you to get to the next chapter of your life And it's up to you whether or not you want to make it a good chapter or a bad chapter. Feel this pain. Oh my God, I know it's so hard, but feel every moment of this pain. Let it break you. Let it break your heart into pieces. Let it make you feel so low and hopeless because this feeling won't last forever. And you need to feel it and let it make you better. So I always tell my best friend, I'm so glad you hit rock bottom. And you're like, Livy, you're twisted for that. Why would you tell your friend that? Because there's nowhere to go but up once you hit rock bottom. Pain doesn't need to be looked at as this dreaded thing. It is so beautiful to be feeling that pain and then six months from now look back and you're like, I got through that painful situation. I can get through that. I can get through any pain that comes my way. Life will continue to throw shit at me, but I know I can handle this. I know I will be okay. It won't last forever. And give yourself two weeks. I always give myself two weeks to be a depressed ass bitch. But then after that, it's like, no, no, no. Life is still going to keep going. Life will go on with or without you. So I highly recommend to get the fuck up and move with life. Cry, cry, cry. I kid you not. You need to let out those tears. Don't, this is not a time to act. First of all, we never need to hide our emotions. Our emotions will always be valid. You never need to hide what you feel. Write it out. Talk about it. Cry it out. Every single thing you're feeling, don't keep that inside of you. If you have trusted friends, talk to them about it or family. Talk about this breakup. Talk to the world. Talk to God. Talk to the universe. Anyone you can. Speak about this. Don't let it build up in your heart. There is no reason for your heart or your head to be affected by this. You don't need to be strong all the time. You can take a step back and feel pain. 
and cry and talk about it. I know we all want to put that protective front up like we're a strong badass bitch, but being a strong badass bitch requires you to be able to express your emotion and talk about what you feel. It is okay to have emotions. And for the men listening, it is beyond okay for you to also have emotions. We're human beings. And if anybody is making you feel like your feelings are not valid, they are in the wrong. Feel what you need to feel. Talk about what you need to talk about. Write what you need to write. Let it out and let it go. Because once it's out of your head, let it go. My friend one time, he told me, he was like, I'm journaling a bunch about my ex. And at the time I was like, we were going both going through breakups. And I was like, journaling, what do you mean? He was like, I can't hold this in my head. That is so terrible for me to do just to keep that in my head. It's so much heavier in my head. And so then I started to write about my breakup and I was like, holy shit, he was right. It was so much heavier in my head. Things feel a lot heavier in our heads than they actually are in real life. So if you talk about it or write it down, you're going to realize, oh, I needed to do that because it's not as heavy as I think it is. So just let it hurt you until it can't hurt you anymore. It might be eight months down the road and you're still in pain. Let it hurt. Let it hurt you till it can't hurt you anymore. My last breakup, we broke up in January. I fully got over it in December. Oh my God, that was like a year. But I will say I had the, from January until August, like I kind of was pushing it away. I wasn't really feeling it. And then from September to January, I let myself feel it and I let myself heal. And I can confidently look at all of you and talk to all of you and say, if I didn't have that breakup, that person I thought I was going to marry, oh my God, for sure. I loved him with my entire heart, thought we were going to be together forever. We had a great connection. You're like, isn't this the same ex that she did? Yup. But when you're in love, you're in love. You don't always see that. You always think, oh my God, I'm going to be with this person forever. Or maybe that's just me. I am so happy that that didn't work out the way I wanted it to. If it worked out like I wanted it to work out, I would not be here talking to you guys. I would have not done half of the things that I've done in my career, in my comedy, in my life for myself if I was still with that person. But I promise you, I put it on my fucking life that it gets better. There is so much beauty on the other side of that pain. Just get through the pain. I know you guys are probably like, Livy, this is a comedy podcast. You're not being very funny right now. Fuck off. First of all, second of all, sometimes you need to be a little bit more real with life. I'm here to be completely honest, open with you guys. I know I come across like a heartless bitch. I'm so aware. You guys don't have to tell me twice. I know I am. I still do have a heart. It's just deep down there. But I want everybody to know breakups get better because I know I struggled with this so much and if I could have someone giving me the advice I'm giving you guys right now, I think it really could have helped me. Things to do after the breakup. Focus on your friends. I know with my relationships, I spent a lot of time with my boyfriends. I wasn't really focusing on my friends, but my friends really helped me through that breakup. And being around other people, and they might just take your mind off the pain for a day, And then at night, you're back to crying, but at least you had that day, which was a good day. And embrace being young. We're still so young. Like, don't let the pain consume you to the point where you're not living your life anymore. Be young. Be happy. 
Do things that you've never thought you would do. Push yourself outside that comfort zone. Fall in love with life again, with every single thing again. On our painful moments, it's so hard to find the positive and everything. Take a sip of coffee and be like, this is the best coffee I've ever had. Life is beautiful. Try and find the beauty in every single part of life again. Get up, wipe the fucking tears, and go and have some fun, okay? We get one life to live. Do not waste that life crying over some boy or some girl. Get the fuck up. Go have fun. Revenge is useless, okay? I'm going to give you guys a story about a revenge I've done, okay? You know what? I'm Because I preach about not doing revenge, I've done some fucking revenge. This was like my first ever relationship. Ew. And... I found out he cheated on me after the relationship was over. So what I decided to do was make him a grinder account. So if you don't know what grinder is, it's a dating app for gay men. My ex was not gay. I just put his pictures on there, made his bio and put his phone number in the holy shit, I'm crazy. And I put his phone number in the bio and I said, send me dick pics and we can talk later. <laughs> and he got a fuck ton of dick pics let me tell you and it was really funny like don't get me wrong my best friend and I thought it was the funniest thing ever like don't fucking cheat on me you deserve what you got but at the same time I took a step back and I was like huh if anything that just opened up our communication for him to yell at me and shit like that so was it really worth it in the long run, no, but in the short term, fuck yeah, that was funny as all hell to see him get so many dick pics. Anyways, I mean, I was 16 when I did that, so now I'm way more like, you know what, fuck it. The best revenge I can get is being happy. They hate to see you happy way more than they hate to see dick pics from Grindr pop up on their phone, I swear to God. Don't text him. I know you're going to want to text him. And I'm the one that's always like, I just have one more thing to say to you. Like, I know we're done, but I have one more thing to say. I have one more thing to say. And I'm the type of bitch to do that for months. Write it in your fucking journal. You don't need to text him it. Because it's not going to change the outcome. And it's not going to change what he thinks or he feels. At all. So me just being like, one more thing. Like, I hated the way your fucking mom looked at me. He's going to be like, okay, bitch, I don't give a fuck we're broken up. What do you want me to do about it? And exactly, what do you want them to do about it when you're broken up? There's nothing that they can do anymore. No communication. And I know you are kind of probably going to use the thing like, I want to be friends still. Give yourself six months of not talking before you want to be friends with that person again, because you don't want to be friends with them. You just really don't want to let them go is what it is. You want to find some way to keep them in your life because you're still holding on to the comfort of them. And there's no need for you to be doing that because that's only hurting you more. I've done it. I've done the friends thing and it didn't work well. It never works well. You need to fully cut that person off. And if you're meant to be, just remind yourself you will be. But you don't need to be texting them every day. I don't, you're not friends. Like you sound stupid being like, we're just friends. No, you just got out of a two year relationship. You're not going to be friends right off the bat. That's so much harder for both people to move on to because you're still talking to that person. So it's like, how do I even move on when I'm still talking to this person? It's easy. You don't fucking talk to them. Stop texting them. Don't text them. Realize your worth. Any guy or girl is so fucking lucky to have you. And if that person didn't make you feel like that, they don't know your worth. And the only person that can decide your worth is you. 
And that's exactly by who you let into your life and who you let treat you the way you want to be treated. So if they don't know your worth, they don't need to be in your life. You are a bad bitch, girl or boy, you're a bad bitch. You deserve the best things in life. You deserve happiness. You deserve love. You deserve someone who wants to be with you and wants to treat you the way you want to be treated. I am Miss High Standards over here. I have always been told I have the highest standards and no one will live up to the expectations of what I want. I don't believe that. I feel someone will live up to those expectations one day, but... I'm not going to settle and I'm not going to let every single person who tells me I have high standards, let that affect me. I'm going to continue to have my high standards because I just know I won't be happy. I'm not going to settle because every single other person wants me to settle and not have these high standards. If they can't meet my standards, they're not for me and that is okay. But I'm not going to change myself and my standards for anybody because that's a part of my worth. So I'm not going to lower my worth for anybody because I know what I want and I know I always get what I want because I will make sure I get what I want. So to every single person that's telling you like you're expecting too much, you want too much, you're not and you don't. You know what you like and you like what you like. Somebody will come along and match those standards and meet up to those standards but you don't need to waste your time trying to explain to other people your standards as well as another relationship like if they're not doing things that you want them to do and meeting your standards you simply don't need to be with them you're hurting yourself and your worth and you're expecting less than you what you know you deserve like you know what you deserve you know what you want so why are you settling if you know what you want and they're not giving you what you want, you're just settling in that relationship. Don't let anybody or anything let you feel as if your worth and your standards are too high because that's not a thing. And the universe, whoever, will put things into your life that are meant for you. It's the only person that you need to make happy at the end of the day is yourself. And if those things make you happy, Put people in your life that you know will meet those standards. If not, tell them to get the fuck out. Give yourself the love you were giving them. I'm one of those people that when I fall in love, I fall in love. Like, I literally dive into love. And I love those people so hard and so much. And yes, in the end, I get hurt. But I'd rather know I walked out of a relationship giving 110% and there was nothing else I could have done. Than being like, oh, I could have done this, I could have done that, I could have done that. No, I love hard and I hurt hard. That's just who I am. Luckily, I can cope with both. But it took me time to get here. I don't think I just like woke up like this. No, like it took me a really bad relationships, really bad breakups to get here. But it also took a lot of amazing loving moments as well for me to get here. As soon as I realized I was giving this person so much more love than I was even giving myself, I was like, oh shit, I should probably try and give that love to myself. Once I did that, I blossomed and I became this bad bitch that you're listening to right now. All the love you're giving them, just give it to yourself. Like you need it more than anybody. At the end of the day, the only person you're truly stuck with your entire life is yourself. And if you're not loving yourself and making yourself happy, you're going to be fucking miserable for so long. So take a step back and put you first. 
Do things for yourself. Don't do things for other people. I know it's so easy to try and please every single person behind you, but the at the end of your life, the only person that's going to matter is you. So you should really put that person first. I'm also another person that loves to like give so much of myself to so many other different people and they're not giving the same to me. So at the end, I'm just really hurting myself by doing that. Don't give too much to people because that's how you get so hurt. Give to people as much as you're giving to yourself, but always make yourself that top priority. If you don't want to do something, don't do it. If it's going to make other people upset, fuck it. It's going to make them upset, but you're not here to live your life for anybody but yourself. So give yourself that love that I know you were giving them, that effort that you were giving them. Put it into you. Put it into your passions, your goals, every single thing that you want to do with your life. You can do it. Just put that love and that passion into it and it'll come to you. But you have to work for it and put love into it. There isn't anything you could not do. The only thing that's limiting you from thinking you can't do something is yourself and your mind. You can truly do whatever the fuck you want to do. You just have to believe in yourself a little bit more. I did this after my relationships. I wrote myself a letter that I would open up in six months. I wrote down every single thing I wanted to be doing in six months. I wrote every single thing I was feeling currently and where I wanted my life to be and just anything I could include in that. And then I opened it in six months and I'm like, holy shit. I came so far. I didn't think I was going to come this far. I came even farther than I thought I was. Writing yourself a letter is a good reminder of how far you've came. Because we should all be extremely proud of how far we've came. Because, like, this shit is hard. This shit is not going to be easy. I didn't come on here to tell you guys this would be easy. But to look back and think, this is what I was feeling. And now look where I am. I'm so proud of myself is one of the best feelings. So write yourself that letter so in six months you can look back and go, wow. I came this far. I can't even wait to see how much farther I go from here. This is just the start. It gets better. Just give yourself that time that you need for it to get better. I swear to God, it gets better. I know I keep saying that, but I swear to God, it gets better. Life gets better. Life gets easier. I promise you. Both of my breakups, I was like, I genuinely don't know how I'm going to get through this. Like, this is the most painful thing. This is so painful. And mind you, I've dealt with other things that were like a lot more painful than a fucking breakup, but anything I've dealt with in life. Find that little bit of light at the end of the tunnel and grab onto it and fucking run with it, okay? You just need a little bit of light to take you through the darkness. Oh my God, I have to write a book on quotes. I should just be a Pinterest quote. I talked about this earlier. Write down specifics that you want in a future boyfriend so you know you're never settling. I take everything from every single person I've talked to and I put that like, okay, I liked all they did. And then I want this, this, and this, and this, and this. I told you guys I have high standards. I'm specific. So I write down a list of exactly what I want with that person in my life. And I won't settle for anything less that's what's on that list. I know I sound like an actual psychopath. I get it. I sound fucking nuts. But I know what I want in life. And I know what I want someone to bring into my life as well. They don't have to mark every single thing off the checklist. I would just say 80% to 90%. Just like the most main and important thing. There's no need for anyone to settle. I'm not settling. Fuck no. So that's why I do the list is so I can make sure I'm not settling. Because when you get caught up in emotions and feelings so quickly, 
it's so easy to jump into that and make it a relationship. But at the end of the day, it's like, are they meeting the standards that you know you want for yourself? Are they or are they not? This person is not your forever. And if they are your forever, you guys will be together. Whatever is meant for you will never just pass you up, okay? It will always be there for you. So with that being said, there's no reason to obsess and fixate over this person because they're not meant for you. If they're not texting you and they're not calling you and they didn't give you what you wanted through that relationship, like that relationship already happened. You guys broke up for a reason. They're not giving you all that you wanted. They're not meant for you. And I know it's hard to hear because you think they're meant for you. They're not meant for you at all. And that hurts. But think about the person that is meant for you. There is someone out there that is completely meant for you that is going to give you all the things that you wanted that one person to give you. That person's just comfort at this point. They're nothing but comfort. They're not giving you what you wanted. So why would you stay if a job or a friend or something wasn't giving you all that you wanted, wasn't fulfilling you and making you happy, would you still stay there or would you leave? I think you'd probably leave. So there's no reason to stay when you're not happy. You should never have to tell someone how to treat you. They're just not meant for you. Open your eyes and go, you're just not meant for me. The relationship shouldn't be so hard in the way that like, this is how I want to be treated. No, you don't have to explain how you want it to be treated. But there is someone out there for you that is going to make you feel so loved, feel so beautiful, make you feel all the things that you've wanted this person to make you feel. You just have to let go of that person for this person to come in. And you might go through some more relationships where they're not that good. I've been there, okay? We've all been there. Not every relationship is going to be perfect or what you want. But I promise it will lead to someone who is meant for you. Also, a little tidbit my boss told me that I like take with me all the time. If you don't like something that they do on the first date, don't stay. Because the likelihood of somebody changing that is so rare and so unfair of you to want them to do. So if you just don't like something that they're doing... Don't stay and realize that in the beginning. You're like, I like this person. I love every single thing about them, but there's this one thing that's really pissing me off. Don't expect that person to change for you. You have the opportunity to walk your way or not. It's your choice, but don't expect that person to change. So if you don't like one little thing that they do, like walk the fuck away. I know that sounds like actually insane, but I'm serious. If this person doesn't like going out to breakfast and you love to go out to breakfast, and you're in this relationship for six months, and now you're pissed off that he won't take you out to breakfast, you knew this entire time he didn't want to take you out to breakfast. He didn't like doing that. So don't ask him to change when you knew this would be a problem for you. I know this episode was intense. It was kind of like an eye-opener. Could have been a little hurtful. I didn't come on here and promise you guys I was going to protect your feelings. No, I'm going to keep it real with you. That's the one thing I've always said. I'm always going to keep it honest. I'm always going to keep it real. But with that being said, I know you guys can get through all the hard things that come your way. If you need help, always reach out to me. If nobody's listening to you, I'll listen to you. I can't always get back to everybody, but I will try my best. 
But now, on a lighter topic, let's get into my midday matcha motherfucking must-haves. I know, that was a different way of me doing it this week. I just wanted to spice it up and let you guys realize not everything's so fucking serious, let's fucking laugh a little. So my first thing on my midday matcha must-haves is spicy margaritas. I just love a fucking spicy margarita. This weekend, I lived it up honest to god my best friend and i were going to these very nice restaurants just and every time i was like i'm not gonna drink because i don't always love the way i feel after i drink like the next day the hangovers really fuck me up but it's like okay i'm not gonna drink i'll drink friday but not saturday saturday rolled around and i was like where the fuck are the spicy margaritas give me three like i needed a spicy margarita not needed. It wasn't like I was dependent on it. Like, let's get that straight. There was no alcohol problem there, okay? I just wanted a fucking spicy marg and drink a spicy marg by the river. And I did. I just really, if you guys haven't tried a spicy margarita and you like spicy things, you're missing out, okay? It is so fucking good. Working out. If you're not working out, what the fuck are you doing with your life? And I'm not talking to be a skinny snatch queen. No, 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 no. I'm talking work out for your mental health. It gives you a clear head. It makes you feel better, okay? I get working out is hard. Not everybody can do it. Give yourself 21 days. It takes 21 days to form a habit. Start off four days a week for 21 days. And I promise you, once you get in that habit and that routine, you will never go back to not working out because of the mental release it gives you. Like, the fucking endorphins are real. It's real. You just feel so much better about yourself mentally. Like, I work out for me to have mental sanity. I think I'd actually be a fucking raging bitch if I didn't work out. I'm already a raging bitch, but a fucking raging bitch? I couldn't even imagine myself. It makes me a happier me. And it just makes me a better me. That's why I'm telling you guys to work out just to release those endorphins. Like, I want you guys to be the best version of yourselves. And that's why I'm telling you, work out. It's not about what you look like. It's all about that mental health. Affirmations. No, when I became a health and wellness podcast, I'm not. I literally just told you guys I want spicy margaritas. No, but please look at yourself in the mirror and remember your worth and set your worth and realize your worth. Look in that fucking mirror. Tell yourself you're a bad bitch or whatever, whatever affirmations you want. But we got to be nicer to ourselves. I don't feel like we're being super nice to ourselves. We need to treat ourselves like how we treat a child. Would you say some of the things that you say to yourself to a child? Like, I know I wouldn't call a child a fat bitch, but I've definitely said it to myself. So no, I'm now starting to talk to myself like a child. I'm just being that nice to myself. I think everybody needs to be that nice to themselves. And I think affirmations are a good place to start. Look in that mirror and say some fucking nice things to yourself. What would you say to six-year-old you? Well, I mean, like, what would you say to six-year-old you? My affirmations are definitely like, you're a bad bitch. Like, you're a bad bitch. But I mean, I would say that to six-year-old me. She, oh, six-year-old me would understand. Trust me, she would get it. She'd be like, Livy, you're right. I'd be like, you're welcome. Say some nice things to yourself. Please be nicer to yourself. There's no need to be rude to yourself. Like, you get one you. Fucking cherish that you, okay? Ooh, <laughs> another thing. I am the most basic bitch ever. I love Starbucks, okay? Fucking sue me. I love Starbucks. I'm going to put you guys onto some drinks. I get iced coffee. No classic syrup because they put classic syrup in iced coffee. No. And then we do stevia 
almond milk and then I top it with vanilla sweet cream cold foam. Trust me, it's so fucking good. Thank me later. It's not packed with sugar because stevia is a natural sweetener. Also, another midday mantra must have is getting yourself in a daily routine. Just having a daily routine of like things that you want to do daily and like a to-do list will make you feel 20 times more productive. So just get a daily routine. Okay, can you believe it? That's another episode of Midday Matcha done. I can't believe it. I literally can't believe it. I come on here and it feels like I talked to you guys for two minutes. I want to be talking to you guys more. I love hearing from you guys. I love talking to you guys. So you can always email me at Midday Matcha with two A's at the end of matcha at gmail.com. I respond to all of you. You can DM me on Instagram at Livy Maeve, that's M-A-E-V-E, or even Midday Matcha, Midday underscore Matcha on Instagram, and DM me there. Don't be scared to DM me. I know I come across like a raging bitch, but I'm not, and I love to hear from you guys. Talking to you makes me so happy, so talk to me. I want to hear what you guys have to say. I love to hear what you guys have to say. I hope all of you have a beautiful fucking weekend. You're all beautiful. You're all amazing. Be nicer to yourselves. Realize you're going to get through that breakup and have a fucking spicy margarita and take a break and relax. But I love every single one of you. You're beautiful. You're amazing. Don't fucking forget that. Don't even fucking question that. So until next Friday, whores. And I mean whores in an amazing way. Go have some fucking fun.